This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 152. Are people who study or work abroad smarter? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Can you become smarter just by going abroad? The answer is yes, but you don't have to go abroad to gain this level of insight. Find out what you can do if you can't leave your country in this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going today? I am excellent. How are you? Good. Glad to have you on the mic here together. This is great. Guys, remember on this show, you're going to hear from Michelle. You're going to hear from me. You're going to hear from Aubrey and Jessica. All of us are on here and we're so lucky to have each other as teammates, I think. What do you think, Aubrey? Yes, I agree. It's a really fun team. I think all of us are really positive and upbeat. So no matter who you have on the microphone, it's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be fun. And this one is particularly interesting because I always find the topic of intelligence pretty complex in itself, just this topic. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, true, right? Anytime you're talking about what creates intelligence or makes mm -hmm. maybe one person more intelligent than than another, Mm -hmm. not only it's very interesting and also maybe a little bit charged, like a little bit controversial. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we get into lots of issues here. But today we're going to kind of summarize or give you the key points of an article that we found from Time Magazine. And the name of this article is How Studying or Working Abroad Makes You Smarter. And it's by Annie Murphy Paul, published on April 29th, 2014. So we'll put a link to that in the blog post, guys. But I mean, first of all, let's just ask Aubrey, how do you define intelligence? Ooh. I know that is really tricky, right? I Mm -hmm. feel like um, for me, it's your ability to question, your ability to um, question your own beliefs and sort of whatever belief system that is, whether that's politics or religion or um, culture, cultural, you know, um, habits, Mm -hmm. we could say, right? Cultural Mm -hmm. and trends, things like that. Um, the, The less you are able to look outside that and question it, I think that really determines your intelligence. Yeah, I agree. And then I also think about kind of the more traditional definition of intelligence, which is just like memorization, being able to like knowing facts, kind of that For that sure. part. I don't know because anyone can memorize facts, right? I mean, anyone can win at trivia if they watch TV enough or read enough history books, right? It so, is interesting though. I feel like some people's brains mm-hmm. are more, I mean, you hear people having a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. I think people can really like soak in those kinds yeah 
kind yeah. of facts and trivia. Some people are just more adept at that than others, yeah. right? Yeah. And some people just aren't interest as interested. So I think you're right. There are different levels of intelligence. We talk about book smarts versus book street smarts, smarts mm. right? Where some thing, people are right? more socially intelligent and others are better at learning facts, learning information out of books or from podcasts and re- retaining that. Exactly. So it sounds like in my mind, we're lining up three types of intelligence. It's the book smarts, it's the people smarts, and it's the critical thinking. And some people have all three, which is great too. But I feel like personally, as you get older, as you become like move into more leadership positions, the people smarts is the most important because you can always get information, right? Um, And obviously critical thinking is good our whole lives. But what does the article, let's just give our listeners the really quick overview of the three things that the article says, the author of this article thinks uh, kind of going abroad, how it makes you smarter. Yeah. And it references a a study, which is very Mm -hmm. interesting, talking about how when you're going abroad, it's improving your sort of intercultural thinking and outlook. And so it can make your thinking more creative, flexible, Mm -hmm. and complex is what we're being told. And I really agree with this. What do you think, Lindsay? I do. And it's so interesting, too, if we think of timelines of the history of of our culture. I feel like even 50 years ago or 60 years ago, and maybe people weren't going abroad as much, this wouldn't be considered part of intelligence, the ability to go abroad, think about different cultures. But now it is. So we change the definition of intelligence as we move through time. It's really interesting. And I think a lot of it just comes from if you know someone who... You take two people and compare them. Someone who has been able to travel and experience other cultures, meet people from lots of places. Mm -hmm. You see how it opens their mind to new ideas, how they're able to question their own reality, their own culture, you know, how they were raised. And Mm -hmm. it really does expand your mind. It does make you a creative thinker. Your thoughts more flexible in that you're able to question your own reality, your own view of the world. And I think it just makes you so much more interesting in so many ways. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we can have a conversation and you're able to see things from multiple sides. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know you've had the experience I have, too, where we we have someone in our life who just hasn't had that experience. It was never thought that way, right? Has never really, it's never occurred to them that maybe something is done differently in another culture because they've never been there. They never heard of that, right? That can be kind of a flat conversation, a one dimensional conversation, I think. Right, exactly. It does, it does make a person a little bit closed minded. Mm -hmm. You know, you feel like when you're having a conversation with someone, if they know people personally who have experienced certain difficulties, or if they've seen those difficulties experienced, they're able to recognize recognize, okay, maybe I haven't experienced this, but I know it exists in the world. Yeah. And it makes them so much more open to recognizing different schools of thought, different yeah. opinions. And just like you said, it's not as flat of a conversation because exactly. now we're able to, to recognize possibilities and different opinions. And it just makes it more interesting. Yeah, for sure. Life becomes more interesting when people have done it. But what we want to say today, right, is that there's also privilege here, right? I mean, there's real privilege in being able to go abroad. Of course, have the time, have the money, have the freedom, have maybe whatever it is, the resources that you need to go, your family supports you. This is all based on structures and society and privilege. So do we have to go abroad um, Aubrey, to really get this level of intelligence, are there things that we can do in our home country 
Yeah, definitely. Where we can and start to get to this. Mm-hmm. I feel like this has improved so much since you and I went abroad mm-hmm. because yeah. the internet wasn't really a thing yet. We didn't mm-hmm. have access to other cultures other than actually visiting. But now with, you know, YouTube videos about yeah. every culture you can imagine, mm-hmm. you really can experience so much of, you know, what's happening in other countries without visiting there personally. It's yeah. really changed since we were younger. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. And I mean, one thing that you could do, so we're just going to give you guys some suggestions. If you can't go abroad, if you have to stay in your home country, there are some things you can do. For example, you could host a foreign student. Now we did this when I was a kid. We hosted a woman from France. She was a college kid or maybe like a postdoc student from France when I was like eight years old. And it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool being that young and kind of being exposed to who is this person Where's she from? Why does she speak differently? I mean, this can be so good for your kids and you could potentially even earn money for this, right? In your home country, right? Yeah, that's true. Often there is a like a living stipend for them mm-hmm. that is very generous, right? Yeah. We, we had an exchange student from Paris and it was an amazing oh, cool. experience. And yeah. we actually have neighbors right now. One has an exchange student from Austria uh, yeah. and one from Spain. And it's been so great for my kids yeah, to have conversations with them and open their mind to like, the world is so much bigger than oh. I realized. Because <laughs> yeah, you're right. You can only believe so much, especially as a kid, what you're seeing on a screen, what you're seeing in a YouTube video to talk to a person from another place. Even if it's a foreign exchange student that's coming, really, it really makes it feel real. Oh, there are other people who speak other languages from other cultures. And it's great (laughs) for that to happen at a young age. Exactly. It's in real life right in front of you. That must be really fun to watch your kids, like the teenagers and the younger kids interact with these kids and think, oh my gosh, you see the thought process going through their head, right? Oh, wait, they're from another part of the world. They don't think the way that must just be fascinating to watch that. Yes, and on a language level, right? Because Mm -hmm. these girls speak English so well. They've been learning English since they were very young. So for my kids who maybe are just starting to take Spanish classes and they're a little Mm -hmm. older, they're Mm -hmm. recognizing, oh, I have the potential to be able to speak another language really well if I apply myself, if I work at it. Oh, for sure. For sure. I love that. So that's really a first. I mean, YouTube is a really good way too, right? That's a good point because YouTube is on demand. We can go in there anytime. But in the long term, setting up something for your family and your kids where you're hosting someone, let's say you live in Tokyo and you host a a student from the United States or or England, right? That's totally doable. 
and to look into it. It's a good option, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. You're providing a safe place at home for the student to be able to experience your culture. And also yeah. you're having this great opportunity to also practice speaking English with the student, learn about yeah. their culture as well. It's such a great cultural it's so exchange. Cool. It's so cool. Is there anything else we could do? Let's imagine we're living in our home countries and we can't necessarily travel abroad or live abroad. What else could we do, Aubrey, to get that level of intelligence that's that we can get from this abroad experience. Yeah, we've talked about um, Meetup before where you can Mm -hmm. find groups of people from any country, right? To expose yourself to that culture, find out about it just Mm -hmm. by meeting people Mm -hmm. in your country who are visiting from elsewhere. Get to know them, ask them about their culture. Yeah, for sure. So language exchanges. When I was in Tokyo, I had a bunch of language exchanges, people I met through friends, and a couple of them hadn't necessarily been outside of Japan, Right. And but then they had that international experience meeting with me in like the center of Tokyo every Sunday for a coffee and speaking in Japanese and English. It was like they were traveling in a way because I was sharing my experiences and it was cool. And that can be get you close to this kind of experience. Right. Yes. And it leads to such interesting conversations because you're both interested about the other person's culture and background Mm -hmm. experience. It's likely very different from your own. Those are the best kind of conversations. Exactly. And then I think the last thing is creating kind of a culture of thinking in English. So you're in your you're at home in your in your hometown, in your apartment in let's say in Tokyo or Paris and you actually build this culture of communication even in your head in English. So you're you know because I yes. think our thoughts follow our language, right? We're we're thinking, we're speaking in a certain way, therefore we're thinking internationally. It's like we become a global thinker because we're speaking English. Yes, exactly. And as a good jumping off point, when you watch a TV show or a movie in English or a podcast, summarize it out Mm -hmm. loud to yourself, right? So then you're having that chance to speak English and reviewing, making sure you have a really solid understanding there is going to really reinforce everything you learned, the vocabulary you learned. And just like you said, create this culture within yourself of English culture. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. I mean, so definitely going abroad makes you smarter. But guys, there are ways to get that level of intelligence, that sophistication, that worldly mind by doing certain things just in your home country. So go check out this article in Time Magazine. Again, we'll leave a link from the blog post and check it out, read it, see what you think, and then respond in the comments, guys. This is episode 152 on our blog, allersenglish.com. Well, thanks for hanging out today, Aubrey. This has been good. Yes. Awesome. Thanks. See you, Lindsay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.